The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to get out of that rut and break through to a higher level of success. This is Infinite Success Radio with Rachel O'Brien Eddy. In this engaging hour, you'll hear from people just like you who wanted to achieve success and did. What was their secret? You'll need to listen to find out. Now, here's your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Thank you so much for tuning in today and each and every week from all around the world. My goal with this show is to encourage, inspire, and empower you to achieve a higher level of success in your business and in your life. So I am very happy that you guys are with me today. You know, time is our most valuable asset because it's the one thing that we can never get more of. So the fact that you guys are here with me today really does mean a lot to me and It tells me that you are the type of person that is ready to take your business and your life to that next level. That's why you're here, right? You are here spending time out of your very, very busy days uh, to be with me and to learn a little something new, a tip, a strategy that might help you really take things to that next level. So I am so, so honored to be here with you guys today. And I do thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing your time with me and for listening to Infinite Success Radio every single week. For those of you who don't know, if you are not available to listen live each Friday morning, we of course are live on Voice America's empowerment channel. But if you can't listen live, you can find Infinite Success Radio on iTunes and on Stitcher as a podcast. The replay is usually available within just a few days from the live broadcast. So make sure that you check that out, subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And a a new feature that we have actually added, this is very exciting, over on my website, connectwithrachel.com, we will be posting show notes from each episode of Infinite Success Radio. So that'll take us a couple of days, uh, but definitely check back every single week to access those show notes. We'll be posting different links um, and resources that we talked about during the show. And of course, the notes will help you go back to key points that maybe you wanted to write down or you wanted to remember. It'll help you know where to, to listen back for that information. So again, I'm very excited to be adding that as another benefit for the show. And you can find that, like I said, over on my website at connectwithrachel.com. So today we are talking about simplifying your life. And I'm really, really excited about today's show because I'm going to share with you some ways that you can reduce stress, ways that you can eliminate overwhelm and, and really find that balance between your busy life, your business, your family, really find that balance so that you can make the most out of your time here. I'm also going to share some ways that you can regain control of your life. This is a challenge I've been hearing a lot lately. A lot of people have been mentioning to me how they feel like their life is just kind of out of control. You know, they're they're so busy running from here to there and work and the family and the kids and the, you know what I'm saying? They're so busy these days and they're sharing with me some of the challenges they're they're facing, right? And in some of the ways that they feel that overwhelm and that they feel like their life has just gotten out of control and they're going through the motions instead of really creating the life that they want to have. So we're going to talk about that today as well, because I think these these all really do go hand in hand. And when you start to simplify your life, it's a lot easier to really regain control and feel like you are in charge of what's going on in your life. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Make sure that you do stick around throughout the entire show so that you don't miss a thing. A lot of times our lives just 
our lives are already great, right? We're already doing well. We're already successful a lot of times. And it's just that one little nugget of wisdom that we can apply to get even better results. And so that's what I want to really share with you guys today. And hopefully there will be one or two little nuggets of wisdom that you'll be able to take away and apply immediately to your own life to get better results. All right? Okay, so let's jump right in. Simplify your life. Have you ever felt like your life is just spinning out of control? Have you ever laid in bed at night and thought, this is not the life I thought I was going to have? You know, have you ever felt like that? Trust me, I have definitely felt that way before. And one of the things that I think is so important when we feel like that is to take a little time to really reflect on where things are right now and where you want them to be. So sometimes we're going through a rough patch or maybe we've had a conflict or uh, something's gone, gone wrong in our lives. Maybe it was an unexpected tragedy that's happened and it's kind of made us feel like things are a little out of control, a little out of balance. And when that happens, it's important to, to honor that, you know, Honor that feeling and just take a little step back and start asking yourself, where are things right now? What's my life look like? If it's not quite where I wanted it to be, you know, why is that? What's going on? And really getting clear around where you are. I actually call this dealing in reality, <laughs> strangely enough, and, and that might sound a little cliche, but I call it dealing in reality. And that simply means you just stop and take a look at where things are and where you would like them to be, right? So if you never know where you want to go, you'll never be able to get there. And part of simplifying your life is just getting very clear, getting very clear about where you are and where you want to go. To simplify your life, you have to have clarity, right? You can't be running around overwhelmed and stressed out and, and, and not knowing what direction you're heading in, just, just going through the motions. That's not having clarity, right? So it's important as we learn how to simplify our lives that we do gain that clarity first and foremost. If you're somebody who's ever felt like that, you know, if you've ever felt overwhelmed and frustrated, you're not alone. We've all been there. We all go through that from time to time. But by implementing some of the strategies I'm going to share with you today, hopefully you can reduce that overwhelm, even eliminate it completely, and really take control. So what are your, your priorities and values? What are your priorities and values in your life right now? To simplify your life, it's important to know what's important to you. A lot of times we get bogged down in all of the stuff, right? In being busy. Sometimes we, bear, we wear being busy almost like a badge of honor, you know? Like, I'm so busy today. I'm so busy in my life. I don't have time to, to do anything. I don't have time to call my grandma. I don't have time, right? I don't have time to do these things. So I'm so busy. Sometimes we wear that like it's a badge of honor. And the thing is, is that if you're too busy to enjoy your life, if you're too busy to really build solid relationships, then chances are you might need to take a little look at that, right? And that's where your priorities and values come in. It's important to know what matters most to you. If you're someone who has relationships that really matter to you and it's important that you build those relationships, then if you're busy and so busy that you can never call home or you can't call your parents, you can't call your grandma because you're too busy, then that's not in alignment with your priorities and your values. So that's an area where you can make a little adjustment. You know, find out, ask yourself, what is important to me? You know, what areas are important to me personally? And as you start to discover that and really uncover those answers, you're going to see that there's probably some areas in your life that are not in alignment and that are not in balance with your priorities and your values. And that just simply means that you have room for improvement, right? <laughs> it gives you room to make some adjustments to make those improvements. When we talk about simplifying our lives, it's really about having the clarity following a path and not being so chaotic in our minds, right? It's that mindset piece that we talk about so much on the show. I believe that mindset is one of the biggest 
areas where you can make adjustments to have better results, to achieve a higher level of success. Because it's our mind that really controls a lot of what we do, a lot of what we say. It starts with a thought, right? It starts with what we're thinking and what we're believing. And then those thoughts and beliefs come out in our actions. So like I was just talking about, being so busy that you don't have time for anything else, right? You don't have time for relationships. You don't have time for phone calls. Well, if you're always so busy, that's an action. And that's coming from a thought and a belief in your mind. It's from you thinking and believing that you don't have enough time, that you're always too busy, that you can't balance things, right? That's a thought and a belief. But here's the thing. You can change your thoughts and your beliefs. You can control the way that you think and the way that you believe. And the first step into doing that is really just being aware. It's being aware of what you think. It's being aware of what you believe and taking control of your mind. So part of the the lesson today of, of regaining control of your life really is taking charge of your mind. It's taking control of the way that you think and the way that you believe, the way that you perceive life. If your priorities revolve around business, building your career, making lots of money, being super successful, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But what might be suffering if you don't have balance between your business and the rest of your life, right? What is suffering potentially? Is it family time? Do you, do you not spend time with your kids? Do you not spend time with your spouse or your significant other? You know, is it is it... Your, your health? Is it your body that suffers because you work and work and work and you don't sleep and you don't eat well and, right? You don't exercise because you're too busy. You know, what, what is it that's suffering potentially as a result of, of being too busy, right? Of those priorities being a little bit off kilter. So it's important to start looking at some of these things and really understanding that this all goes hand in hand. The priorities and the values, the way that you think and you believe, they all go hand in hand. And simplifying your life really is about finding balance, finding balance in all of these different areas. Every day we have the choice. We have the choice of what we're gonna do, what we're gonna put our time and and energy and our effort into. It is a choice every single day. So even when you feel like you don't have a choice, if you feel like, well, I just have to go to work and I'm going to be gone all day and I'm going to be so busy and then I have to run the kids to this and I have to run the kids to that and then I have to volunteer at the school and do you see what I'm saying? If you're telling yourself in your mind that you have to do this, that's one of the ways that you can make an improvement right now because here's the thing, you don't have to do anything. It is a choice. Now, it's a great choice. <laughs> it's great to, uh, to do those things. It's great to be busy. It's great to go, to go to work and be successful in your professional life. It's great to spend time with your kids and your family and to volunteer at their school. That is great. But it has to be in alignment with your priorities and your values. And we have to understand that it is a choice. If your health is suffering because of other choices you're making, then maybe, maybe, a little adjustment needs to take place, right? So it is a choice. You don't have to do it. You are choosing to do it. This is a phrase that I actually had to to relearn, as funny as that might sound, in my own life. Because years ago, I was not living the life that I'm living today. You know, I was struggling in my business. I was struggling in my relationships. I was struggling in my health. I was significantly overweight and had very low self-esteem, very little confidence. And I was a big mess. I really was a big mess. And one of the things that I had to learn was the difference between I have to and I choose to. I have to versus I choose to. Understanding that in life, we are making choices every day. If you choose to eat junk food, it's a choice. If you choose to eat a salad, that's a choice, <laughs> right? It is a choice either way. If you choose to stay up till midnight, that's a choice. You know, if you're not getting enough sleep and you chose to stay up late, that, that was a choice. And so I know that that sounds simple, right? It's just making different choices. It sounds simple, but it is truly profound if you're someone who in your mind, you keep feeling like and thinking like you don't have options and you don't have choice, 
right? To regain the control of your life starts by realizing that you are already in control. You already are choosing every single day the way that you're going to live. When I was struggling, a lot of the choices that I was making was contributing to those struggles, right? I was not making a lot of choices that were really positive and healthy and that were benefiting me. I was making choices that were negative and that were not helping me. So I had to make some of those adjustments along the way. The good news is that it is simply a choice. That is the great news because you can choose differently every single day. So just understanding that taking control of your life, simplifying your life really does boil down to your choices is powerful, really powerful. In fact, I was speaking with one of my coaching clients just the other day, and she was sharing with me um, a situation where she had encountered some challenges and was really tempted to just kind of quit and, and give up for a little bit and not push through. And then she realized that in her mind, she was, was going to that place of of giving up, going to that place of, you know what, this is just not going to work. And once she realized that, she made the decision. She made a choice that she was going to do something differently, that she was not going to quit. She was just going to find a different way. And so that's a great example of making a different choice, doing something a little bit differently, thinking a little bit differently to get a different result. And it really worked out for her. In fact, she was able to completely solve the problem, the little challenge that she was facing and found a way around it. And it was a a great moral to her story and and really showed her the power of perseverance and and not giving up but just finding a way around a challenge but again it all boiled down to her making a different choice choosing differently instead of giving up instead of quitting just making a different choice and finding a way around so hopefully you can take some of that and apply it to your own life and to your own business today and maybe start asking yourself, what choices do I have and how might I, I choose to respond differently? I had another client I spoke with recently as well, and she was sharing about a challenge that she was facing in her personal life with some of her family members. And she is actually working on uh, achieving some health goals right now. And, and she had, um, I think it was a cousin of hers actually, that just kept reminding her, you know, hey, <laughs> you're not, you're not where you want to be. And kept reminding her that she was not reaching her goal as fast as she said she was going to. And, and it was really upsetting to my client. You know, she was really frustrated by, by her cousin kind of being that negative naysayer, you know, and, and bringing up the fact that she hadn't quite accomplished her goal yet. And that she didn't quite meet, meet the mark that, that she was trying to meet. Now, in that moment, she could have made the decision that, she could have said, hey, forget it. I'm just, I'm not going to worry about this goal anymore and just forget the whole thing. She could have let the negativity from her cousin really affect her. And she could have allowed those negative thoughts from her cousin to then seep into her own mind and make her start doubting herself and doubting her ability to achieve her goal and to be successful. But she made a different choice, right? In the past, she definitely would have been the type of person that it, it would have really gotten to her and, and she may have just given up. But but this time she made a different choice. And that's why we were talking about that um, on our call the other day because she was sharing with me how, how far she's come and that by making a different choice, she got a different result, you know, and, and she stood up for herself and she said, whoa, wait a second. Hey, I've, I've already come a long way. And, and that, you know, made her feel good and it made her feel like, she really honored the fact that, okay, maybe she didn't reach her goal as quickly as she wanted to, but she's going to get there and she's still farther along than she was. So again, I, I, I like to use some of these stories just so that you can apply it to your own life, even though your situation might be different. Just see what you can maybe apply to your life and see how making some different choices and, and realizing that you are in control really will help you find that balance, regain control, and simplify your life. All right, we've got to stop right there and take a short break. When we come back, we will be talking more about simplifying your life, reducing stress, eliminating overwhelm. So stick around. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and we will be right back.
Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Transform your life, boost your confidence, and create lasting wealth. Visit connectwithrachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds, and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. That's connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Thank you so much for sticking around today. We are talking about simplifying your life. In the beginning of the show, I did mention some ways that you could connect with me. And I want to know from you today, how are you simplifying your life? What steps are you taking? You can share that with me today on social media at facebook.com forward slash connect with Rachel or on Twitter at factors for success. Again, it's factors, the number four success. I just would love to hear from you guys. What what are you doing in your own life that's working? What ways have you found to really simplify your own life? You know, are you the type of person who who has kind of reduced your house size? You know, have you reduced all the stuff that you have in your home? I know that's very popular these days. I don't know if you guys have seen this show. It's on HGTV. Actually, I really like it. It's all about these little tiny houses, these small houses. It's kind of a new trend that's taken off here in the last few years, but it's a really interesting concept. And they've got families that they feature who, you know, they might have, um, it's like a husband and a wife and two or three kids. I've, I've seen it a couple times like this. And they're going from like a normal big house where, where they each have their own rooms and, and all this space to a teeny tiny little tiny house, like it's called. And um, that's one way that they are simplifying their lives. So what are you guys doing to simplify your life? What what are you doing? I'd love to hear from you today. Again, feel free to reach out on social media, or you can send me an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. All right, so let's jump into reducing stress. And this really does go hand in hand with simplifying your life because a lot of times when things feel chaotic and we feel overwhelmed, it's because we've got a lot of stress. We've really overburdened ourselves with commitments and priorities that that maybe aren't actually our priorities, but we kind of thought they were when we said yes to them. And so that all goes into creating stress. And what we want to do is we want to start to reduce that stress, simplify our lives, and just really feel good about where you're going. Feel good about where you are right now. And and that's that's kind of the journey, right? That's the journey that we're all on is, is really finding that path that brings us happiness and joy and fulfillment. And part of finding that path is really cutting back and reducing some of the stress. So let's talk a little bit about this. What are some ways that you can reduce your stress? Well, one of the things that I think is important to think about in this concept is saying no. (laughs) Saying no. Now, if you're anything like me, you've got a bunch of things that are being thrown at you on a daily basis between family, your own personal life and your goals, your business or your career, between the things that you enjoy, your hobbies, right? You've got lots of things, friends and relationships, family members, you know, extended family. We all have lots of things that are thrown at us every single day. And if we don't learn to start saying no, 
we can very quickly become overwhelmed and overstressed. And stress, as most of you know, is definitely one of those things that's really bad for you. It's bad for your body. It's bad for your mind. It's bad for your spirit. You know, it just, it really can wear you out if you've got a lot of stress. So learning how to say no is a concept that's really, really important. And again, one of those simple strategies that I talk about, saying no, it's a simple strategy, but how often are you implementing that strategy? Think of all the things that you've committed to in the last month or two. Think of all the different commitments you have right now. And think about this. Were you quick to say yes? Or did you take a few minutes and think about it? Did you take a day or two to really think about it and make a decision whether or not it's going to work for you and your family, right? That's what I mean about saying no. It's learning how to say yes to the things that are important and that are in alignment with your priorities and your values and learning to say no to some of the extra things. So it's easy to get overwhelmed, especially when you're a parent, because your kids are also having to deal with stress. They have all these things that they want to do and they want to say yes to everything, right? They want to go to the birthday party and they want to go spend the night at the friend's house and they want to have dance class or they want to play baseball or they, right? The list goes on and on. As a parent, we've got to start teaching our kids as well that they need to say no, that they can't always go to everything. They can't always participate in everything they want to do, that they need to learn to find that balance. So one of the ways that you can start saying no is just the next time you're asked to contribute in a, in a certain way or to give your time to, to volunteer, it's simply asking yourself, is this something that I have time for? Is this something that's in alignment with my priorities and values? Do I, do I have the energy to contribute in this way right now? You know, sometimes you say no for right now, but you could do it down the road. So, for example, maybe you're wanting to volunteer at your kids' schools, but you know that your plate's too full right now. So maybe you can't do it right now, but maybe two or three months from now, you could do it. That's one of those areas where it's not about saying no forever, but it's about saying no for right now. It's about not over committing yourself. Now, I have to admit, I am the type of person that tends to overcommit because I am really passionate about lots of different things. And especially in my business, <laughs> I definitely can overcommit in my business. And so this is an area that I continually work on saying no. I continually work on disciplining myself to not say yes to everything, to not overcommit on, on all these different aspects of life, but to really make sure that what I say yes to matters and it has value and that it lines up with my vision and my purpose. So let me give you an example. In my business, I do a lot of different things. So I've got this amazing radio show that you're listening to today. I also work with clients as a coach and mentor. I am a writer as well. And so I'm writing lots of different things from articles to, to books and, and how we've uh, started into children's books now, which is very exciting. And, um, and then I also have life outside of my business, right? Where I speak on stage and I make a difference in, in people's lives and I, I like like to spend time with my kids and my family and I'm a baseball mom because my youngest plays baseball and my oldest is part of theater so I'm a theater mom and right and then I'm married as well so I've got my husband and we've got a house and a puppy and okay so you get the idea I've got a lot going on like we all do so it's very easy for me to overcommit, and like I said especially in my business because I do so many different things so for me personally, I always ask myself a couple of questions before I say yes. So if somebody says, hey, Rachel, can you help out with this? Or, hey, Rachel, are you available to come to this event? Or can you speak on stage you know, at this event? Or you know, before I say yes to any of that, I always ask myself, does this line up with my priorities and values? Does it line up with my, my mission and my vision for my life, yes or no? I ask myself, what is the effect going to be on myself, my health, my family. That's something that's important to me. That's one of my priorities. So I ask that question, like, what's the effect going to be on my health, my family? And, and that's, again, that's for me very, very important. I ask myself those two questions. And then I ask myself, do I realistically have time for this commitment? Am I able to commit right now 
to doing this. And, and part of figuring out whether I really honestly have time, it's easy to say, oh yeah, I'll make time. But really, we've got to be honest here. We've got to deal in reality and get real with ourselves. Do you really have time? If your schedule is already booked completely full and you say yes to one more thing, something else is going to suffer. Something else is going to get put to the side. So I always am asking myself, do I realistically have time? And sometimes I've got to actually map out on a calendar, you know, what would it take if I say yes to this project or yes to this event, for example, then what will have to move around or, you know, is my schedule wide open where it's no big deal and I can say yes? I mean, that's great when that happens. Or is it something that maybe I can't say yes to this time, but maybe I could do it next year or maybe I could do it in six months? So that's one of the ways that that I approach saying yes and saying no. I always ask myself those three questions and I tend to not make decisions immediately. I tend to give myself some time to really think it over. I think about it. I pray about it. I take as much time as needed. If, if I have a situation where somebody just has to have a decision right here, right now, if it's not something that feels 100% good to me and like, oh yes, 100%, I can do that, then I just, I don't, I'll say no. You know, that's just as simple as it is. I'll just say no because I really want to give myself that time to reflect and that time to really make an educated decision. And part of the reason I do that is because I don't want to let people down. If I make a commitment, I want to follow through. Now, that's not to say that unexpected things don't happen because they do. And sometimes you do let people down. Sometimes you make a commitment and, you know, things happen. Maybe there's a tragedy or or. You know, for, in my case, you know, you miss a flight or something like that. That's happened. Um, actually, I didn't miss a flight, but I had a flight delay and, and made it late to an event. And, um, you know, so it happens. Life happens to all of us. But for the most part, I think it's important that when you make a commitment, you have to be able to follow through on that commitment. And so, again, that's why I always take a step back and really think through things before making a commitment, before saying yes. And so, there's lots of things I say no to. There's lots of things. And there's lots of things I tell my kids like, sorry, guys, you just can't do it this time. Your schedule is already full. <laughs> and um, again, it teaches them life skills. It teaches them to learn how to balance their priorities between school and their education and the fun time and the friends and and home life and their responsibilities at home. So they have to learn how to balance that as well. So it really does go hand in hand. And again, as you start saying no, you will be able to reduce your stress. You will find that your stress level goes down because you will stop over committing. All right, you'll stop over committing. So just try that. Try that this week. Try really giving attention next time that you're asked to contribute or to do something, you know, to give more of your time or something like that. Just really give yourself a few minutes to make a solid decision that you can feel good about. And sometimes it's a yes, sometimes it'll be a no. But again, I think part of the way that we can reduce that stress is learning how to say no, how to cut back a little bit and give more time and attention to our priorities and our values. All right, so another way that you can reduce your stress is by batching your work. And what I mean by that is a lot of times when I'm working with entrepreneurs and professionals, their schedules on any given day are really, really full. They've got lots of things that they're doing and lots of areas that they're managing. And what I have found works really well to reduce stress is to batch your work. So for example, if you do work with social media, let's say you have a business and you, you post on social media and you communicate with people, a great way that you can actually be more efficient with your time and thus reduce your stress is by batching that social media time. So maybe instead of posting every single day, maybe on Monday morning from 10 to 11, you create all your posts for the next week or for the next two weeks or however long it takes you to do your posts. Maybe you only answer messages during a certain time of the day. So if you're somebody who's you know, answering back uh, emails or, or even social media, you got messages on, on their Maybe you make the decision that, okay, for 30 minutes during this period of the day, every single day, I will answer messages. But outside of that time frame, I'm not doing it. And so that helps you to batch your work. As a writer, it's important for me to batch my writing. I can't write every single day. It doesn't really work for my schedule and, and my career as far as the, the other obligations that I have. 
Um, but what I can do is I can batch it. So I can, for example, I can schedule a full day, eight hours, or I can say, hey, this week, you know, three days, four hours each, or whatever the case may be, I can look at my schedule and really batch that project so that my effective and, and most important time for my writing is done all in that same time frame. So instead of splitting my energy writing for two hours today and two hours tomorrow and two hours the next day, I batch it into one day or a couple of days and, and maybe larger groups of time. Does that make sense? So that's what I'm talking about when I say batch your work. And you can apply this to any industry, um, any aspect of your business, your career, just look for ways that you can start batching your work. And that way you'll be more productive, you'll be more effective. And like I said, it'll actually help you reduce your stress because you won't have so much on your mind every single day. You know, the same amount of work will get done, but it'll just be done in a more efficient way. So that's a really great tip that hopefully you guys can apply to your lives. Definitely batch your work. Another great way to reduce stress is by spending less time and giving less attention to negativity and negative people, all right? So this is one of those touchy subjects because we all have people in our lives, okay, maybe not all of us, but most of us, <laughs> most of us, you might be one of those lucky few that has no negative people in your life ever. And if that's the case, good for you. <laughs> I am really happy for you. But if you're like the majority of people, um, you have at least a few negative people um, in your life, negative things happening in your life or around you. And so by making a conscious decision to spend less time and give less attention to negativity and to negative people, you will drastically reduce your stress. So think of it this way. What happens when you pick up the phone and you talk to a friend that's super negative, right? What happens? Do you feel a little bit down? Do you feel a little bit drained? maybe a little exhausted after you talk to them. It's not because you don't like them. It's not because you don't care about them. It's not because you don't want the best for them. But that negativity, I'm telling you, it has an effect. It absolutely has an effect. And if you're spending a lot of time with negative people or, or negative situations, hey, listen, that might even be your job, all right? Let's say you might be a social worker. You might be someone who is, is helping people that are really in difficult situations. You might be in the medical field and you're seeing a lot of tragedies on a daily basis, let's say. That's a lot of negativity, right? Now, I'm not saying you avoid it by quitting your job. Please don't do that. You know, we're all here for a reason and a purpose and we need each person in their gifting. You know, we need your talent and your ability to work in those situations. But what I'm saying is you've got to be careful how much time and energy you're putting in and you're allowing to come into your space from that negativity. So sometimes it's a matter of just turning it off, you know, not answering the phone. Um, if, if, if you're busy, if you're doing something else, you know, if you are already overstressed and overwhelmed, you know, maybe you have to tell your friend that's kind of negative. Maybe you just have to say, hey, you know what? I've got a lot going on right now and I just, I don't really have time to talk today, but maybe I can give you a call this weekend. You know, something like that where you're still honoring that maybe they're going through a difficult time and you want to be there for support, but that you're not capable right now of giving them your time and your attention. You know, realizing that your own stress level might be too high for you to be able to give to them right now. And I think that that's, that's one of those things of having that awareness about your own self that's really important. We've got to be aware. We've got to clue into our bodies and to those cues that tell us, hey, this is too much for me. So again, it, it's, it's not that I'm saying you never want to be around those people or spend time with those people. It, it's fine to, to do that in moderation. But if you're around people that really wear you out and bring you down, it, it's overall not going to be a good situation, right? You're going to feel like your energy is gone. You're going to feel down and that can affect your mood. It can affect your attitude. It can affect your productivity if you're not really careful about that. So I'm always cautious around, around a lot of negativity. It's one of those things where I know if I'm going to be 
in a situation where I've got like a really negative client maybe that I'm working with and we're working on overcoming some of those thoughts and beliefs and working through some strategies, for example, then I know that when I'm working with that client, after that call, I need some quiet time to recharge my battery, right? Not because they're doing anything wrong, but because it it is draining on me as well. So that's one of those areas that really can make a huge difference in reducing your stress, becoming aware and, and spending less time, giving less attention to that negativity. All right, we've got to stop right there and take a short break. When we come back, a few more ways that you can reduce your stress so that you can regain control of your life, eliminate that overwhelm, and really find balance as you simplify your life. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Stick around, and we will be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Transform your life, boost your confidence, and create lasting wealth. Visit ConnectWithRachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds, and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to ConnectWithRachel.com forward slash success. That's ConnectWithRachel.com forward slash success. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Today, we've been talking about simplifying your life. And before the last break, we were talking about some different ways that you can reduce stress. And speaking of reducing stress, if you have a strategy that's been really working for you, I would love to hear about it. Do me a favor and reach out to me on social media at Factors for Success. That's at Factors, the number four success. Of course, that's over on Twitter. And then on Facebook, you can find me on facebook.com forward slash connect with Rachel. You can post on either platform and let us know what are you doing to reduce your stress? What's been working for you? What's really great is that when you post on these platforms, anybody reading, whether it's a listener to the show or, or just someone else who is connecting with me on that platform as well, they can see your posts. They can see your ideas. So it's a great way for you to give back and share with the group, share with everyone what's working in your life to reduce stress. All right, so let's wrap up today with a few more ways that you can reduce stress. I know that we're going to be out of time soon, but these are really important topics that I really, really want to touch on. This next one is all about decluttering your life, decluttering your life. So if you are someone who has a lot of clutter in your life, you know, whether it's a bunch of junk in your house or whether you are kind of messy in your car or in the things that you do in your life, decluttering is a really, really great way to reduce your stress. It really is. Because what happens when we have a lot of clutter in our life, okay, and you can you can use that as a metaphor as well, but what happens when we have a lot of clutter in our life is it weighs us down. It takes control of our brains. You know what I mean? In our mind, we're so busy thinking about all the clutter, all the stuff that's going on, all the things in our house that need to be dusted and cleaned and polished and, right, <laughs> all the clutter. When you've got all this clutter around, 
it really can be draining. It can, it can cause a lot of stress. It can cause a lot of worry and anxiety even. So I would highly suggest that you begin to declutter your life. If you're someone who has let your house get a little out of control, and I've seen this before, it happens, it's easy. It's easy for it to happen. We get so busy and it's easy to let things go. But if you're somebody who's let your house get out of control, you've got to make a choice today. Are you gonna continue down that path or are you gonna do something different? You know, if you will declutter your house, for example, it will declutter your life. You will massively reduce your stress by getting rid of some of the extra stuff that's weighing you down, all right? In your house, if you've got a bunch of extra stuff, magazines and knickknacks and books, and of course, I love books. I love books. But if you have them piled up all over the place and not in an organized fashion, then guess what? that's gonna be weighing you down. If you gotta think about what pathway am I gonna take to walk through my house, that's gonna be weighing you down, right? Visual clutter is stress. It is stress. They've done studies, in fact, and, and I've, I've seen several different articles that have talked about the link between having clutter and having a messy house and having lots of stuff, right, in your house and your health. And that they've actually shown that there's a link there. Your health goes down. So your quality of life, you know, will, will really be affected by all the stuff, all the clutter. So definitely take some time and evaluate your own life. Evaluate your living situation. The reason I mention your home, you know, if you've got a house that's really cluttered or really messy, the reason I mention that is because your home should be your retreat. It should be the place that you go where you feel safe and secure, where you can be creative and and where you can really just take that step back and unwind and it should be a great place. It should be a place that feels good. And if you've got a bunch of stuff everywhere and you've got a bunch of messes everywhere and if your kids have toys out all over the floor everywhere every single day, right, then that becomes stressful. It becomes a place of chaos instead of a place of peace and tranquility. Now, of course, that's not meant to say that your house always has to be in perfect condition. Like, let's get real, okay? <laughs> we all have stuff that's going to be out from time to time. And, and I've got kids. They're a little older now, so they tend to pick up after themselves. But I remember when they were little, man, their toys were just practically hanging from the walls. <laughs> they had stuff everywhere. And so, you know, we had to make up some fun routines to, to, to make sure that things got picked up and put away and you know, we, I, I'm a big proponent of making things fun, you know, make it fun, turn on some music and make a game out of it. And that's a great way to, to <laughs> get your kids to pick up. But um, it's just, it's, it's not to say that it has to be perfect. Okay. What I'm saying is that when you've got a bunch of stuff, it weighs you down. And I want you to be able to have that freedom. I want you to be able to really simplify your life and, and, and keep it simple, keep it clear and on purpose and on path, right? That's what I want for you guys today. So maybe give that a try if you're somebody who, who you know, maybe you know right now that that's an area where you can make an improvement. Just do a small step. You know, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Start with just a small step. You know, if you're a mom and, and you've got your hands full, you got kids home and they constantly are, are making messes and, and you know what? Get them on board. Like I mentioned, I did with my kids when they were younger. I definitely got them on board. So do that. And, and that actually leads me into my next tip here is asking for help. Asking for help is a great way to reduce your stress. And if you can't find people to help you, hire some help. Hire some help if you need to. You know, if you're in a position where you just have so much going on in your life and you cannot fit in one more thing, then maybe you need to hire some help. Maybe it's somebody to help with the house. Maybe it's somebody to help with the kids. Uh, maybe it's a, a neighbor to walk the dog, you know, for you because you just don't really have the time right now in your life to do it. Um, there's a lot of things that you can do to outsource, to hire someone else to do a particular job or a task for you. And I highly recommend it because the reality is, is that we cannot do it all. We, we just can't. You know, one person cannot do everything. You can try and, and you can do great jobs at lots of different things and you can manage it really well to a certain point. But in the end, if you overcommit and if you overwork yourself, something will always suffer. And usually it's your health and usually it's relationships. Those are the two things that I see the most frequently 
especially with entrepreneurs and professionals, the two areas that suffer the most when they overcommit. It's their health and their relationships. And so by maybe asking for some help, you know, getting your kids involved, getting your spouse involved or your significant other, have them help out. It doesn't have to be just you, right? Get some help. Maybe it's a neighbor, a friend, a family member. Maybe somebody else could just give you a little relief one day a week or a couple days a week. I've got some friends that have little kids right now and and I, I remember those days when I just, I mean, just two hours by myself was just a small miracle, you know, if I could get two hours by myself. We didn't live around family or anything like that, so it was just us. And so I always tell them, hey, if you need a break, let me know. I'm happy to have the kids come over for a couple of hours, you know, because I remember what it was like to feel so overwhelmed and feel like I could never take an hour for myself. So again, ask for help. Let people know that you just need a little bit of a break and um, or hire hire someone if, if, if it push comes to shove. Hire somebody if you can. If you can afford to do that, definitely do that. We are just about out of time for today. So let me throw in my one last tip for reducing stress and simplifying your life. And that would be my tip about routines. Create routines that make life a little bit easier for you. Create routines at home, at the office, right? With your email. (laughs) I mean, if you're like me, you get a ton of emails every single day. What is your routine for dealing with those emails, right? If you will set up some routines in your life and in your business, things will go so much more smoothly. Once we get into a habit, it almost becomes second nature, right? You just get out of bed in the morning and you go take your shower and then you get dressed and then you go have breakfast or you go wake up the kids and then you have breakfast, right? It becomes part of your routine. It's your habit. You don't even have to think about it anymore because you know that's something that you always do every day. So ask yourself, what areas can I create some new habits in or what areas can I add some routines that will make life a little bit easier, that'll reduce my stress, that'll help me Keep things simple on all aspects, right? On all fronts of life and business. And especially in your career, you know, no matter what type of work you do, set up some routines that make things a little easier, that make things a little more efficient and more enjoyable. And that will help you to reduce your stress and to simplify your life. All right, we've got to stop right there because we are out of time for today. Thank you so much for listening to the entire show. I really do appreciate you guys spending your time with me. Please do me a favor today and share Infinite Success Radio with your friends, family, and with your colleagues because you never know whose life could change as a result of something they have heard on the show. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and on Stitcher so that you never miss an episode. And as always, please connect with me. You can find me over on my website at connectwithrachel.com, on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash connectwithrachel, or on Twitter at factors for success. That's factors, the number four, success. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy reminding you to believe in the power of a dream. Have an amazing day and we will see you again next week. Same time, same place. Thanks for tuning in. You can hear Infinite Success Radio live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rachel O'Brien Eddy invites you to check out another show next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.